Hello and welcome back to episode 32 of Jack Out of the Box. Um, this week, like I said last week, um, will pretty much just be the next um, four days of our, our trip to Perth. Um, so at that rate, doing about four days, um, yeah, it should be about mm, five episodes, which... I think will be a good amount. Um, it'll split it up a bit and, yeah, sort of turn it into four or however many um, sort of 15-minute episodes um, that I kind of think uh, will be better than doing it all in one big slog that's like two hours and you guys probably won't want to listen to that for the whole time. Um, so yeah, pretty much. I'll start from this week, uh, what I've done so far, um, and then yeah, we'll jump straight into uh, the next couple of days of our trip. So after Friday, um, Saturday, uh, we went to a, for a drive out to Mossvale um, to have some lunch. Um, yeah. Angus and I were keen to just get out and do something before uni started um, as we only had sort of that weekend left and then, um, yeah, uni's back underway. So then Sunday was obviously the last day before uni um, so I took some notes for my first lecture um, and then just spent the rest of the afternoon playing some games and, um, yeah, doing me stuff before I have to start uni. And then Monday came and straight out the gate I had an 8.30 lecture that um, was all right. It was sort of strange time. Um, I'm surprised how many people are at uni at 8.30 on Monday, like student-wise, obviously not staff-wise because they're here from then anyway. Um, yeah, so... All classes are back on campus basically now, so there's lots of people everywhere. Um, the yeah, after my lecture, um, when I came out, the building that I was in, basically all the hallways were just full of people waiting to get into their class that was on at ten thirty. Um, so that was nuts. Um. Yeah, so that lecture was for web server programming, one of the classes I'm taking this semester, um, which kind of builds on uh, my front-end web programming from last semester, um, sort of helping you learn the code um, that's used to connect uh, your front-end to uh, generally a back-end database or server, um, like say for school portals or just business portals or whatever like yeah something that has a user interface that's connected to a server uh, in the back end then tuesday i had a lecture in the afternoon for system development methodologies uh, which is kind of just a class designed to replicate real world development process um, of a software system So that kind of 
is a big slog of a project um, that, yeah, lasts one semester. I mean, you've basically got to go through the whole process of how you develop a system, um, yeah, in the real world and how you went about it um, for that project. So it's less about the end product and more about how you get there, um, which will make it pretty heavy subject to do. Um, but that's all right. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be interesting. Then Wednesday, um, one of my two days off that I don't have class. Um, so I made the most of it. Did some extra coding bits from the web server lecture that um, our lecturer recommended we had a look at. Um, and then played some games in the afternoon. And then we had went to trivia where we were doing pretty bad until the second last round we won. Um, so we got the two beer jug vouchers after that and we were all like, well, that's handy, but we'll save them for next week because it was like 9.30 and we we're like, yeah, we're not going to drink two more jugs of beer now. We'll save them for next week. Uh, then Thursday I had a podiatry appointment. Then took my notes for the lecture I had on Friday today, uh, which is uh, the project capstone class, which is like the big final year project that everyone in IT and computer science does, um, which is kind of a bit the same as system development methodologies, but it the kind of the end result means more than the process. Um, but you've just got to keep a log of your process um, to know where you're up to um, and so that at the end of the year uh, the lecturer can or your subject your project supervisor can understand what everyone's done and the process you took to get to the end product you have. Then today, Friday, um, I just chilled out, played some games, read some lecture notes until my lecture at 2.30, which I've just come back from. Um, then, yeah, I'm here recording this episode and then we'll probably just hang out and play some games after this. Uh, yeah, so that brings us to uh, the rest of the Perth trip. I've just looked at the time and I don't think I'm going to make 15 minutes, but that doesn't matter. Um, so we left off last episode, the 5th of January, uh, in Port Campbell, our last night there. Um, so, yeah, then the 6th, the next day, um, we got up reasonably early, I think, um, and travelled to Adelaide, uh, which is about 700 kilometres. Um, so I think that, yeah, so it was less than the first big travelling day we did. So that was nice. Um, although I'd, at that distance, 80 kilometres really doesn't make a difference at all. Um wasn't a whole lot to see um except on our way out of port campbell the farming there starts like 500 meters from the coast which is um a bit crazy to see it go that close um into the ocean um or out to the ocean i guess and then 
We drove along the Grampians mountain range for about 100 kilometres and then kind of the next thing to see was the Murray um, in SA, the Murray River, um, which was coming down from flood, so it was just a ridiculous amount of water, um, which was really amazing to see. Um and then we got to Adelaide, I think, around four o'clock. Um, enough time to check into the restaurant or the motel. Um, and, um, yeah, that was kind of it. We got there, checked in, um, sort of had a chat about what we were going to do the next day. Uh, and then had dinner and headed off to bed. So then... The next day, um, we had two nights in Adelaide. So the next day, we spent the day in Adelaide. Um, Dad and Ab headed out to the gun club, uh, the Adelaide International Gun Club, to have a practice shoot of the discipline of shooting that they were going to be competing in in Perth. So that was good for them to get a bit of practice in. Um, mum and I had stayed home and did a bit of washing and stuff because that was the first washing machines we'd had for, um, four days. So that was good to get clean clothes. Um, then we got a taxi to Glenelg Beach, um, and saw, drove through like this really old part of Adelaide where all the, there's like two house blocks to a block of a street block, um, and they're these just really massive old houses that just look really amazing and, um, yeah, look like they're worth a lot of money now. So that was pretty cool. Um, then once we got to the beach, we sort of had to wander around until um, and had some lunch. And then Dad and Ab came along. Um, Ab wanted to have a swim at the beach. Um, and then on our way back to the motel, we sort of just did a bit of a street tour, driving around some of the churches, um, the Adelaide Oval, obviously, and a couple parks that we just sort of spotted around the place. Um, yeah, and then headed back to the motel because we were kind of... After, yeah, three days of touristing and then a day driving and then the morning doing stuff, we were happy to have an afternoon of not a whole lot. Uh, Yeah, so that goes to the next day, the 8th of January. We headed off from Adelaide uh, to Sejuna, which was about 780 k's of bit of stuff to see on the way to Port Augusta, right up the top of the Gulf. Um, we, there were some wind turbines, some big salt lakes. Um, and then once we got to Port Augusta, we hit our first bit of hot weather. Um, I think it was 40 degrees when we were there, um, which was pretty ridiculous compared to what we had the first few days of our trip. Um, we stopped there at this um, cool seafood um, sort of fast food place. That was good. We just ordered a big 
family tray thing and we all just had whatever we wanted, which was awesome. Um, then from there is basically directly west to Sejuna, um, through a lot of small places. Um, the first of being, um, this tiny place called Iron Knob, which is named that because it's, there's a big iron, um, mine there. Uh, so that was pretty cool to see what sort of um, industries in that area. Uh, then the next place was this tiny place called Kimba, um, where they've got a big law um, that marks the halfway point across Australia. Um, and then in Sejuna, we were staying at a caravan park, a little like three or four k's out of town, um, which had a really cool beach view over a sand dune. Um, and then we headed to a pub for dinner, um, and saw our first sunset over the ocean, which was pretty cool. Um, as someone living in the eastern side of Australia, even when we are on the coast, we, it's only rising, we never see it setting, so that was pretty crazy to see. Um, and then the next two days, the 9th and 10th, um, we hit the Nullarbor, um, which was um, not a whole lot of stuff, but it's pretty cool to say we've driven across it. Um, yeah, so the morning of the 9th, uh, Ab had a swim at the beach when it, but it was a bit warmer than when she swam in Port Campbell. Um, so, yeah, we headed off to this tiny, I mean, it's not really a town, it's just a, an area um, called Eucla. Um, where there's sort of a servo and a motel. It's about 500 k's west of Sejuna, um, like 80 k's, or probably less. I think it was like it was like under 20 k's uh, inside Western Australia. So that was cool. We'd finally made it to at least the state where we were planning on going, um, which was yeah. So. Just out of Sejuna, we saw farming country for a little bit. Um, and then the start of the Nullarbor. Um, that, yeah, we didn't really know, but it's named after, or its name comes from Latin origin, Nullus Arbor, or treeless plain. And, um, yeah, people tell you there's not very much, um, like, or even we tell people there's not very much on the roads where we're from. Um, but yeah, we were like, this is ridiculous. There literally was nothing. Um, there were some pretty big, long, flat bits of road, um, that just, there were bends, but you wouldn't have called them turns. Um, so then on the way there, because it was only, or was less kilometers than every other day we drove, um, we Stopped off at most of the lookouts on the way. Um, the kind of most exciting one, the head of the bite, um, which is like on the the easternmost point of the Great Australian Bite. Um, so that was, yeah, just a great view of the sheer cliffs the whole way down to the ocean, um, which is, yeah, it just seems pretty crazy considering 
most of the coast of Australia is like that. Um, but in New South Wales anyway, most of our coastline is beaches or rainforests even. Um, yeah, not much of ours is just sheer drop straight down to the water. Um, and then obviously the Nullarbor Roadhouse we had to stop in at. Um, the original still there. Um, although it's more of just a historic site now. Um, and then the new one, uh, we topped up fuel here. At least it was only a top up. Um, as we were told by a few people, um, just fill up wherever you can. Then if the next place for some reason doesn't have fuel, you'll be all right. Uh, even when you have to pay $3 a litre, which was stupid. But being in the location it is you can understand why it costs so much more um we drove across some flying doctors uh emergency airstrips that are just on the road or that are the road um for which there were quite a few of um so that was pretty interesting um and yeah then we got to eucla and Western Australia. We're stopping here for the night. Um, sort of, it's kind of at the top of an escarpment. Um, and then down a bit further, you can, they've got like a pretty, a decent road that leads down um, towards the coast where there's, um, there's a old telegraph station um, that, or well, there are the remains of an old telegraph station um, from the, from uh, around 1876. Um, so, yeah, that was... Although I didn't get to see that because you had to walk across the sand dune and then across the beach and that wasn't happening for me. Um, yeah, so then we headed back up. The, the place we was... The motel has a restaurant, um, which for where it was, was pretty reasonably priced. Um, we were a little bit surprised at that, but... We always talk about or joke about servos having expensive stuff. Well, yeah, this servo was quite for the servo stuff. It like consumable stuff. It was relatively more expensive than that. Um, Seven dollars for two liters of milk was a bit crazy, but we didn't need to buy that, so we didn't. Um, yeah, and then the next day we. Headed off for Norseman, a small mining town. Um, so, yeah, this day the road was less flat. There were some rises, um, but it was straighter. We came, drove along the 90-mile straight, uh, which is, yeah, 100 and, or 90 miles, 146 kilometres with no turns at all. So, yeah, that one was, I mean, again, cool to say we drove across, but definitely not much to see there. Um, and then there were some more of the emergency airstrips. Um, and that was kind of it. Although there were more trees towards the end of it, so that was good to see those again, even if they are growing almost horizontal because of the wind. Um, yeah. And then once we got to Norseman, it was about 38 degrees and 
looked like it was going to rain. Um, so, yeah, Dad and Ab jumped in the pool for a while. Um, and then we had dinner and headed to bed. And we were very thankful that the place we were staying had air conditioning because it was still fairly hot when we left or when we headed back in for dinner. Um, yeah, so then that kind of, well, that's the trip to Western Australia, essentially, um, all the way over there. Um, so then there, I think there were four days till we were in, actually, no, there were two days till we were in Perth. Um, so, yeah, probably next Next week I'm, I'll go the two days to Perth and then probably I think I'll go the whole time in Perth because, um, yeah, I, we did a bit of stuff but not um, not stuff that will, like if that's a longer episode then it can be a longer episode because rather than jumping, stopping and then going to ne- the next place after that, uh, I think that makes a bit more sense. Uh, yeah, so that was Back From Home Part 2, um, episode 32 um, of Jack Out of the Box. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed hearing about what I got up to while I was away because um, I I know um, it was something we, all four of us, uh, definitely really enjoyed and are so grateful we got the opportunity to do it um, because not many people do. Um, but saying that, one thing we did learn when we got to Perth was not many people from Perth have gone anywhere east at all, like not even in Western Australia, which kind of makes sense because there's not a whole lot. But, like, people may have made a trip out to Kalgoorlie, but that's kind of as far as people go. Um, So they kind of... Yeah, I don't... I mean, that makes it sound even more weird because there's a lot more stuff to see coming this way than going that way. Um, Consider, like, there's three uh, capital cities on the eastern side of the state and only one of the country and only one on the west. Um, but yeah, more on Perth, uh, and Western Australia next week. So thanks for listening and I hope you come back for next week's episode.